Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, I was thinking about social media, uh-huh. as one does, and like the like... Pondering. The pyramid of um, of it. And like yeah. the differences between them totally. and my investment in them yeah, and how I'm invested in them. Yeah. And how I use them differently. So Facebook is, I like will only post like big time stuff. That yeah. Like, you know, I booked this thing or look at my new headshot or like mm-hmm. actor things, like right. things I want my mom's friends to be like, Brooke is amazing. <laughs> or like maybe like a yep. friend of a friend. Cause on Facebook, like friends of a friend can see things. Instagram is like the most curated version of myself. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'm most, (laughs) I'm most invested in the success rate of those posts. Whereas like Facebook, I'm kind of just like, and Twitter is just like my stream of consciousness Mm -hmm. while I'm having a, a moment. Yep. Makes sense. Twitter for me is a little bit more on par with Instagram, and it, but in a different way. Yeah. Oh, no. There is no, like, editing when I – well, and then I'll find that and I'll, like, get two likes on it and I'll realize I, like, misused your – Oh, God. I hate doing that. And then, But now you can copy and paste on Twitter and you couldn't before. Oh, yeah. We're it's millennials. Nice. Did we you really know? are. I know. Yo. <laughs> Yo, Bridget. Yo, Brooke. What up? What's up? Um, what's kicking? We're we're doing a, a rare Monday record. It's not that rare. No, but we always say Tuesdays and Sundays, so now I feel like anything else is rare. Everything else. Everything is rare. Well, be a unicorn. Have you watched The Incredible Jessica James yet? I haven't, but I hear it's amazing. It's, I watched it last night. I did a lot yesterday and yeah, today. Yeah, you've had quite the Oh, no, yes. Hours. Yeah. Well, Saturday, I... What did I... I do in the morning. Did you go to class? Well, I FaceTimed with our friend who lives across the world. Yes, always good. That time difference. And then I went to Flywheel and did a show tunes ride and cried on the bike. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) As Brooke does. You guys, nothing makes me happier than when musical theater is played during a Flywheel ride. Exact quote. I got chills. (laughs) I got chills and started crying. Because like that like build up. Well, The Wizard and I is just an amazing song to work out to it has a beautiful build and then it like you i've i used to sprint to it mm. it's like a good whatever come for me um but that's what she said did she come for me oh <laughs> I, I guess she did <laughs> um 
Yeah, and then I was supposed to go hang out with someone, but I've been, like, feeling... I've been, like... I guess we're opening up the podcast. Yeah, this. hello. I've just been, like, in, like, a not... Ha- I've been, like, sort of, like, low-key depressive for, like, a month, and I've just been wanting to, like, isolate. Yeah. And, like, rather than try to fight that and just be miserable with this friend, I was, like, I was honest. I was very proud of myself yeah. for being, like, yo, I'm not feeling well, and, like, this won't be fun for either of us. And then you had, like, such a productive time with yourself. Well, on Saturday night, I smoked and watched Descendants 2, and then I watched Sherlock. I started catching up on Sherlock. I didn't oh, realize well, I had. Where? Well, the Christmas special last year, and then the new season this year. So oh, I, I haven't have, watched any of this year's season. It's so good. It's I, the one thing I'll watch. Benedict Cumberbatch. And <laughs> <laughs> that is not his name. I know. Do you not like him? Um. First of all, I meant Cumberbund, which I only just realized. Isn't that how you say that? <laughs> it's Cumberbatch. No, I know his last name, but the thing I'm talking about, the thing that's oh. on a tuxedo is Cumberbund. I was into Cumberbatch. <laughs> Thanks. That also works. Cucumber <laughs> b- boy, whatever it why is. Don't you li- why don't you like he him? He looks like an, an alien worm to me. Also, apparently, he's just not a good dude. Really? But he can't say penguin. <laughs> well, that makes up for all of Did it. Did you then. see it, that interview? No. No, you wouldn't. He had to do a documentary for Disney. Not Disney for some like documentary about mm-hmm. penguins or about like some place where penguins live, and he would say penguin like he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he, like and he was like there are a they lot let him of do a whole documentary hey penguins like there's like a he said he's like there's a lot of people that have to approve this. And nobody said anything about it. Like he didn't realize. And they played it. Yeah. If you watch the documentary. Wait, that's hilarious. It's really funny. Truly the funniest thing is that so many people let that happen. So many people let that happen. Everyone was just afraid to be the one to open their mouth and say it. I guess. Maybe because he's not a good dude. But now he's in the Disney Madagascar Penguins movie. Oh, wow. I wonder if I'll stick to it for old time's sake. Okay. Well, I watched Sherlock and I, while I was watching, oh, and I watched this, I watched a lot of television, but while I was so doing I. this, I, um, I put myself in a full face of makeup and then I oh took, gosh, you just showed me the photo guys. It looks unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> My jaw literally dropped. Um, and then I immediately took it off. I ate a bowl of cereal <laughs> yep. and I went and watched friends in my bed and fell asleep. What a perfect night. It was amazing. And then I worked Sunday morning. I don't know why I'm giving you like full <laughs> details of my weekend. I love it. Um, Bridget, what did you do? What did I do? Oh my God. We didn't talk about the like most important thing that I did this weekend. Sorry to make it about me again. <laughs> Which Tell is me. got a couple's massage with you. Oh yeah. Brooke and I got a couple's <laughs> massage on Friday. You might remember we talked about it at one point because I got it for her for her birthday because she got me these like incredible manicure manicures um and it was it was such an adventure well first of all <laughs> it was a groupon which was amazing because i you know groupon is genius because it lets you do like fancy things for <laughs> sort of affordable prices on a budget and this place's address and website and google maps all said the same address which was actually in our friend's work building but we met there and we went upstairs in Times Square and we were like okay well we'll see what this is we went upstairs and it was just empty (laughs) there was like the front desk it looked like what it looked like what a a spa yeah like the the husk of a spa (laughs) Brooke and I were like oh man did we get scammed and then we called and then they were downtown they weren't that far from us luckily we were very efficient Mm -hmm. but um 
then we got there and it was <laughs> the best. It was a room with like two beds and just like fake rose petals for days. Um, and the whole time they played <laughs> just like 90s and early 2000s R&B. Yeah, like, and it was just slow, like jams slow jams. And, and like it was amazing. It was really, really And then these two in. like lovely women just went to town. Well, kind of. They got very close to my vagina. Mine too. I was kind of like, all right. It's like, you know, it's a couple's massage. I said I've never like, had a massage before, no less like a full body massage. And I was like, whew, we're in it. They're the best. Yeah, it was great. Um, anyway, hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to Splat. The podcast. We're me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Boom. Boom. Um, <laughs> welcome to Splat, everyone. We're so glad you're here. No, I don't know. What to say. How was your weekend? Oh, and we're back. My <laughs> weekend was great. Um, I got a couple massage with you on Friday, and then we had a lovely hangout because we had a friend in town for 24 hours, and it was a perfect evening full of games, games and alcohol. Bridget and I are very different when we play games. <laughs> <laughs> I can get like that. It just depends on the game and I, like the setting. Especially celebrity. I scream. I just get screamy. Broke is, yeah, but like just competitive, not, you know? But it's not mean. No. I just am emphatic. Intense. But it was a great game. It was very fun. It was really fun. And Bridget's amazing at charades. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I just really went for it. Um, I was dog sitting on the Upper West Side, which was amazing because I had a lovely little dog and an air conditioned apartment. And I kind of purposefully made no real plans this weekend. And Saturday, I just hung out with the dog on the couch all day. Also, I my boss assigned me that I needed to watch Wonder Woman this weekend. <laughs> and I did. And it was great. I um, was just going to like find it you know, on iTunes or something, but it was only for pre-sale. And um, I managed to very easily find an actual stream on the internet, which I could not believe. I'm sure it would have been, sorry to the forces that be, <laughs> I do pay for movie tickets. Um, I am sure it would have been even more intense in a theater, you oh, know, because I it's like, it. well, at I'm some sure point you definitely, yeah. Online. And you have a nice big TV, which helps. But even so I like had goosebumps during a lot of it. So that was fun. But I just watched so much TV and so much food network and mm. say yes to the dress. Oh, I love say yes to the Me dress. Me too. And I watch it like only when I'm dog sitting somewhere that has cable, you know, yeah. and it's the best because you just don't have to do anything. And I ate food and I oh, ate food. That's good. I went to this amazing. Wow. You guys are getting so <laughs> literally just play by plays of our lives. Uh, I went to this amazing bar for a going away party for my friend Maddie this weekend in Brooklyn in Gowanus called. Um, I like Gowanus. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get to, but it's great because everything is like spread out. And mm -hmm. this place is called Pig Beach and it's like outdoor and open. And Are they basically, pigs? well, they it's barbecue and a bar. And there every, there's like two big outside bars and then a place where you just go order your barbecue. Mm -hmm. And then, and it's just, there's so much space and it's beautiful and it's really fun. And then Sunday, I did pretty much more hanging out. Mm -hmm. You and I were going to record and then we're recording now. Yeah, we're recording now. It was okay. I had to do, I did my laundry. Oh, me too, actually. And I hung out with my roommates, which was really nice. I was on the reserve underwear. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know how that goes. 
Um, you just get to that point sometimes. Um, you guys, my brother's in the Harry Potter play. Uh, <laughs> uh, it got announced. Finally. <laughs> oh, my God. He's moving to New York and we're going to be roommates. We're going to get a dog and he's going to be on Broadway. It's all fucking happening. I've known for a very long time. And you really did a pretty amazing job of keeping the secret. Hashtag keep the secret. I'm so excited. Um, he's going to be on the podcast soon. We can't wait. It's going to be a kooky episode. Whenever that is. Also just like welcome to the world of having a sibling live in New York with you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Our like kooky middle cancer. I know. Um, siblings. I know. We'll be our roommates. We'll be our roommates. Um, shall we talk about what we're here to talk about? I guess we were going to get to that point eventually. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do this and it at the same time. So let's do that. Let's do is. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Are you ready for us to mumble our way through? Um, yeah, I am. This is a, an episode that is fantastically titled Old Dog New Dicks, which is an amazing name. Fun fact, when it's syndicated, it is called Old Dog New Tricks. Wow, that's so lovely and boring. On the Wikipedia for the list of Sex and City episodes, which I visit more often than most people, I'm sure, mm-hmm. um, there'll be a, like a slash if there's like a change in name due to... Syndication. Syndication, because Damn. you can't say dicks, apparently, on, on E. Maybe on E, but not on TBS. Oh, well, that's maybe not surprising, but kind of surprising. Kind of. All right. Should we just hop in? Let's hop in. Splish splash, I was taking a bath. <laughs> that was me hopping in. Um, I was thinking in this opening scene in which Carrie talks about how New York is full of beautiful women, what the breakdown for this looked like. Oh, I was like. <laughs> Character breakdown. I'm ready to pause it already. Also, they're on Christopher Street. I was there yes, yesterday. I love that But spot. like this catcalling business. Yeah, it's really it's ridiculous. It's so real, I think. it's Well, that's kind of why it's so ridiculous because you're like, yup. It's just like the women. What just, they don't portray is like how horrible it feels to be the woman. Right. They when, just look beautiful. Like and they're aloof. just like, ha ha ha! That man almost got hit by a cab because he was staring at a beautiful woman. And this like dumbass too. He's like staring at her, and he steps directly in front of a cab, and then smashes his briefcase on it. But like, like it's its fault. You like can, it's its fault. Like it's the cab's fault. You can feel. You can feel when someone's cat calling you. It's like yes. my least. There was a time when I had to take the uh the B or the A. So I walked from 145th and Broadway to 145th and St. Nicholas, which is like two and a half avenues. Mm-hmm. And I got catcalled eight times. Jeez. And it was. That's a little much. I just was like, I I felt like yeah. I wrote a poem about it. I feel very seen when that happens just in like a way you didn't want. Seen and want. not seen. I'm yeah. just like. Occasionally it happens and someone will just say like a nice comment in passing. And I'm like. It doesn't make me feel that way, you know, like I don't, yeah. I don't mind it, but 98% of the time, the best cat call I've ever, <laughs> ever witnessed, um, was the summer I lived here in Washington Heights with my sister, also Mara. We walked by this guy and he said to my sister who has like very nice teeth, um, sure. that she put some work into, you know, and they're like beautiful. And he said, girl, you must gargle with bleach. Cause you got the flyest mouth. <laughs> And it was like the best possible. <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, like a couple of months ago, I was walking in like Flatiron and um, I was with my friend and these guys were riding a truck and like yelled something at us. And honestly, without thinking, I just like turned and <laughs> flipped them off. Like there was not a second. Mo- yeah. There wasn't. I like 
I flipped them and I just turned around and went, fuck you. And I was like, fuck you. And then I was just stood there aghast. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe that. Sometimes it's just, you just don't have it in you. It's amazing. Anyway, but the reason why this is being brought up is because yes. Carrie is just beside herself. Because. Mr. Big won't stop looking at other women. Which I feel like by the tone of your voice that you and I feel similarly <laughs> about this, which is also how Samantha feels, which is like, dude, if your problem is him just looking at other women, if that's your biggest deal, like. I originally was like, wow, I wear, but Carrie's wearing this like beautiful, like strapless, like spring dress mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed with it. But I was like, how much of this, you know, series do we spend objectifying men? And like, not to say that we shouldn't and like, absolutely like, let's fuck the patriarchy. But I just feel like Carrie is doing that thing. And Samantha does that thing where she's very old school in a weird way. Yes. Where it's like men are going to be men and like you can control their fashion, but you can't control their behavior. Um, Right. Which kind of stays through this whole episode. The thing that I agree with Samantha about, though, is that like, I don't know, to me, that's like not a huge deal. I mean, if you're like obviously checking someone out you know, or doing what Big does later, which is not just no, no, no. He's looking at other women. I don't know. Like I check people out sometimes. Like you also just say, like look. You at, look at people, and yeah. you're attracted. Like you can't help being attracted to something. Yeah, I think if if you are that worried about someone else, like looking at other people, it's maybe a sign of some deeper. It, as anxious as Carrie is about it, you're like, what is this? And Samantha's like, what are you gonna do? And Carrie's like, well, I don't know. Like subtly manipulate and cajole them into doing what I want. And it's like, <laughs> how's that been going so far, Carrie? Oh, right. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm Carrie. Goes so well for her in this episode, too. Doesn't it? But you guys. Also, they, they all just have to chill about farting. They're like talking. <laughs> Carrie's like, oh, don't make me throw up. Talking about how men are just going to like fart their way through life. It's like, <laughs> guys, you can't take it all so personally. Everybody farts their way through Come life. on. Uh, it's gas. It keeps you going. Boom, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Across town. change, which is something, you know, we're back to like, can you ever really change a man? Miranda is going through some changes, new apartment, new, uh, new not new job, new Steve, who's the cutest, cute I've ever seen. He's so cute. He's like a little elf prince. What the problem is, and this is actually a pretty real relationship problem to have, is uh-huh. that they are on totally opposite schedules. So Steve is a bartender. Miranda is a lawyer. Which means he's often out until two, if not later, and she has to be up at seven every morning. Yeah. And it's really cute. She, like, really wants to be. um, She waited up for him while she was sleeping on the couch waiting for him. And then, yeah. And he just, like, he just, like, wants to talk to her and she falls asleep, but he's, like, a little smirk at her. He's so cute about, I'm like, all right, he's, he, like, kissed her on the foot, you know, which is such a cute, intimate, like, thing to do. Tony Award winner Cynthia Nixon falls asleep in a the very very beautiful way, <laughs> like slow mo, just eye, like amazing sleep shutter. acting. Tony Award winner Cynthia Nixon, yeah. but then he's so he's so not mad. She's asleep, and they wake up all like the best kind of like cuddled up. And one time I woke up and I had been holding hands, like we like oh I was like in another like we weren't like spooning, but we were like in our we were like both sleeping on our stomachs, but like had been holding oh. hands. And I was like, that's kind of the best version because then you're not like I know on someone else's. I'm body. not someone who can sleep. We've talked about this before, yeah, but have. like I'm not someone who can sleep. It, it's too sweaty. Yeah, it's too it hot. Also, heartbeats freak me out. Oh really? I'm like it throws off my circadian rhythm. Mm. 
I'm all I'm thinking <laughs> about is your your the tempo of your heart. Mm, fascinating. Um, oh, um, so she wakes up right up at seven. <laughs> this is yeah, it's really funny. At seven a.m., she she wakes right up, and Steve is trying to. The only thing Miranda liked inside her in the mornings was the cup of takeout coffee she drank on the way to the subway. Oh, oh Miranda doesn't really like morning sex. Right. And she's just like, they're, they're on very different schedules, which also I've dated a bartender. <laughs> and oh, yeah. it is inconvenient, partially because like they work on the weekends and evenings, which is when you want to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> but well, um, even when like, well, during, I remember during college, <laughs> it was also nice though because then he could give me a ride home after work when the bar's waiting closed. <laughs> like i would like go home and like fucking acapella wouldn't start until like 10 p.m and so i'd have to like wait mm. up like that would happen i'd be asleep and i'd be like hey, <laughs> but i was like very happy to have the human right um always so charlotte is seeing a guy who looks like a young jack nicholson oh i think he's a little hot I couldn't tell. He's, he's kind of funny, but he's kind of, it's kind of off. To, I don't know, something like he is cute, but. He's the cute but feared restaurant critic, which is funny. I've been rewatching Friends and like that's an episode with I, a restaurant critic too. I bet it's a New York trope. I to, feel like. To it, date a yeah. restaurant critic. Well, he has a patented five whisk system. <laughs> and at one point he tells her she's a five whisk girl for rating meals. That's what he does. But I can't wait to talk about this with you, Brooke. <laughs> The crux of this issue is that Charlotte reaches down and realizes he's uncircumcised <laughs> and she can't get over it. And she's like, there, okay, we can, we can go into this before okay. we talk about it. So, <laughs> so we don't even really see much until, cause they just go right to brunch. So we get into our brunch where we're talking about the issue of the episode, which for Charlotte, you know, the, the A plot is, can a man change? Mm-hmm. Why does the woman have to change? So Miranda, you know, is changing her schedule for Steve. Carrie, Which she's complaining about in this conversation Carrie too. Carrie is like big, is looking at women. I have to change him because I'm, I can't be happy. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and you know, the be funny plot, Charlotte's funny, sexy plot is that she can't have sex with this man. She calls it, she says it's like a Sharpay. A little dog. Um, and it <laughs> makes its own carrying case. And Samantha. Personally, I love an uncircumcised dick. It's like a Tootsie Pop. Hard on the outside with a delicious surprise inside. Which is funny because it's not hard on the outside. And Charlotte's like, <laughs> it's not hard on the outside. Um, <laughs> well, that's what she says. No, I know, I know, I know. But apparently 85% of men are circ- are not circumcised. Which I was thinking about because that seems very surprising to you and me as it is to all of them. But I think it's partially a western thing uh-huh because yeah because I, ireland was a different story your experiences with <laughs> so i want to say something really fast when charlotte was hooking up with um the Mike. guy for the first time she said let's make love which i, I laughed and wrote <laughs> that's the most charlotte thing of all time and then a few minutes later during this conversation about dicks carrie's like you've never seen an uncircumcised dick and charlotte goes i'm from connecticut and i was like nope that's the most Charlotte line of I went, where did she go? I went to Smith. It's like she always has those yeah. like waspy white girl things that like keep her in her waspy white girl bubble. That's very funny. Okay. So. So. If you remember, I think we talked a little bit about this as it was happening, but um, I went on a few dates with a very nice British man, boy, guy. Um, <laughs> and he was very nice. And we had some casual sex 
And I was very deterred by the fact that he was uncircumcised. I was like, this is crazy. We had several conversations about it. I was like, I can't. We had another date. Sorry, I don't want to disclose to my father (laughs) how many times I wait before I have sex with someone. We went on the next date. Oh, he just emailed me. That's amazing. Hi, Dad. Um, He... So after the the date, after we had sex, I was like very like, I can't, I don't want to sleep with you. And then the, the next date again, I was like, I don't want to sleep with you. you. You charlotted. I freaked out because he was uncircumcised. Fine. And so my f- former lover was around <laughs> and he and I are still very good friends. Um, and really, I were like talking about this and with our couple of our other friends and he... God, this is so funny. <laughs> and I was like, there's also this like one thing that I just like, <laughs> I can't really seem to get past. And our other friend who was with us was like, oh, is it the uncircumcised thing? Did so, you say I've never seen one before? I was just like, I just can't get over it. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I could, I can't sleep with him because he's uncircumcised. Like, I don't think I said I'd never seen one before. I may have. Right. Um, Either way. And codename Cynthia Nixon. This old lover of Brooks. The old lover Cynthia Nixon was like. Brooke and I was like what and he looked at me and like leaned in and said my name again more sternly and I was like oh my god <laughs> like I had no idea that, oh, that this person was uncircumcised um and so I realized at that moment that both it is not a deal breaker as it should not be um and that I just didn't like this guy <laughs> So funny. I was so embarrassed and like it's truly a testament to my like friendship with this former lover that like <laughs> that we're able former to like lover. discuss this. Yeah. I hate that I'm referring to him this way. <laughs> well, we committed to it. Um, lover. Anyway, which is a fine. good story and the first thing I thought of when I watched this episode. Yes, I. So fun fact: I cannot tell when a penis is uncircumcised. <laughs> yeah, or if you just didn't realize or didn't remember or <laughs> any just, version it never of it is came funny. Up. Yeah. It's crazy. I was so embarrassed. Anyway, across town and time and space. Across town, my next note is, God big is a dick. God, speaking of dicks, (laughs) Mr. Big. Old dog, same dick, honestly. Old dicks. Old dicks. He um, is smoking a, well, so first they're in a restaurant and a waitress, or a woman walks by for no reason at all. And a woman walks by and he like audibly, audibly. That is not what I mean, but I'm sticking to it because it kind of makes sense. He audibly checks her out, you know, where it's he's not just passing glance. Noticeably. And then the woman comes over and she, is like... She, she works at the restaurant. I'm sorry, you can't smoke at the table. And he gives her... Really? You're absolutely positively sure about that? Because I checked the zoning on this particular table, and I'm pretty sure this table's in a cigar-friendly zone. Well, I don't mind, but it's for the other patrons. Uh, you mean if those five patrons don't mind, it's okay with you? So he goes around and is like, I'm being executed. Do you mind if I smoke this cigar? It's my last night on earth. And it's kind of just like, ew. Yeah, it's so smarmy and it's so controlling. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to buy everyone in here a drink. And so people applaud. And Carrie in her head, and the waitress like laughs and walks away. And Carrie in her head is like, I I actually hate the cigars, she says. Yeah. And not only that, she hates him checking women out. And that's like the real crux of the issue that, of course, she's not going to be straightforward about. And they kind of had this have this weird back and forth, like every weird back and forth they have. And then it cuts to them out on the street. Yeah. And she wonders. And like Carrie's actually upset because he checked out the waitress. Right. 
And then he checks out like a woman naomi campbell yeah literally i could be in like a leather dominatrix outfit because uh, i guess they're in the village and carrie like loses it a little bit like she does but she does a silly thing and says instead of please don't check women out she says i hate that cigar so he chucks it away but um i also had this moment where i was like she talks she wonders to herself if about change or or if you get to a point, if the, if she's getting to that point in every relationship where all the things that you loved about them become things you hated. And I'm like, that's or a real question. Things but- about the liabilities. They become liabilities. Right. After this like whole big shenanigans with Big and the patrons, Carrie's like, you're kind of arrogant. And he says, and- I thought that's what you loved about me. Yeah. But here's the thing. Aside from that, what it made me think was that that would be so much more like believable if I knew any of the other things that they supposedly love about each other because mm-hmm. this whole episode I kept thinking like I've seen them be happy on on screen like twice ever yeah there's all this strife around it and she's talking about like when those things become liabilities and I'm like I don't know what any of those things are except apparently you love his arrogance yeah. you know well because it's that you know arrogance is sexy I froze frame froze frame right down her cleavage you're welcome sweet cleave killing it and her like bulging triceps she wants to know if she's banging her head against the wall (laughs) brooke just kicked her keyboard (laughs) um thinking that she could get big to stop and notice her which is such a sad thing for this point in a relationship carrie just say how you're goddamn feeling (laughs) yeah we do these interviews with randos where it's like a woman who's like i like to i you know i want to change my men so I fooled around with his best friend and now he pays attention to me. And like the woman demanding changes of man and then a man talking about a woman demanding change of him. Like what the guy misses is that he's not, there's a compromise, you know, like rather than he won't ever change at all. He yeah. just gets a new girlfriend, you know, like real relationships are somewhere in the middle. Obviously. It's Have you ever extremes. felt the pressure to change for a relationship? I, I mm, think definitely I f- maybe not change my, my personality inherently, but like morph into the cool girl sometimes. And we, I think we've talked about this briefly before, but like I'll sometimes get interested in something Mm -hmm. because of another person that I wouldn't be necessarily otherwise, but like I won't stick with it or put time into it if I don't find something in it. I like, you know, I won't go that far, but I definitely do like lean into the things I know, you know, someone I'm into is into, I guess. I feel like, I mean, Miranda's makes more sense as like trying to like adjust the schedule to like accommodate yeah. the person that you're with. That doesn't feel like right. quite as much of a burden as like Carrie. Like. And I get her frustration as much as at moments you're like, Miranda, just because he's so cute. Yeah. Like we love Steve but like, and we hate I, That's Big. a pretty valid thing that like she has a whole life and a routine. Yeah. And she's like allowed to have that and they're navigating a tricky thing, but she shouldn't have to always give up the way she no, wants no, to do no. things, which Absolutely. is her complaint. Absolutely. Whereas with Carrie, you're like, <laughs> girl, what well, it's, are you doing? It's like, a, that was a big reason why my first relationship ended because there were big yeah, I get that. changes in Right. The other person's life that like superseded the like work that needed to be put into a long distance relationship mm-hmm. and it didn't feel worth it anymore. Yeah. I've been getting real about this. Woo. I'm sort of just like, whatever, yeah, whatever. I'm over it all now. All of it. I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> yeah, you is. Um, um, so a crazy, crazy, crazy thing happens. This I mean, is a crazy thing that happens. Yeah. The um, Charlotte is on another date with Mr. Un- Uncircumcised Mike. 
Sort of cute guy. Sort his of forehead cute. is as big as mine, honestly, so I can't. He's got jowly lips. Um, and he, so this he, is an interesting conversation, but you're also like, don't do it, dude. He's like, you're not the first person, like, you know, oh, because the Carrie's like, well, some people can change. So basically this guy is going to tell Charlotte he's going to get circumcised as a grown ass man. He's like, look, I know you don't want me to come upstairs because you are uh, not about me being uncircumcised and you're not the first girl who's done this. And like, I want my life to be better, my sex life to be better, my opportunities. So I'm going to do Which is it. ironic because I've heard that it's actually more enjoyable for an uncircumcised man. Isn't it? Because it's, well, more, it's yeah. more sensitive. Well, yeah. And it's just like it adds a whole other element kind of to play with. Yeah. And she's more sensational. Uh, and she's, she, he's like, are you willing to wait for me? Well, it's a long healing process. And Charlotte's like, He's like, it'll course. be extremely painful. Yeah. So Charlotte's like, immediately, this guy is, you know, doing this huge thing for her to her. And so she's very into it. Um, I immediately thought of the concept of recircumcision, which is a thing. Um, Wowie. Where men like... There's an apparatus called the tugger, and you basically, like, tug on your dick to get extra skin, and then you pull it over the top, and you recreate the foreskin. There's, like, a whole movement about recircumcising. That sounds just as awful, uh, if not more so, as adult circumcision. I feel like adult circumcision sounds worse. I don't know, to like take more skin and stretch it. I mean, I don't have a penis, so I, I also don't. I can't. Anyone who has a penis, if you want to uh, write Man. in. Uh, and, and which would be worse? Which would be worse? I getting don't know. recircumcised. I don't know if you even want to think about that. Snip, Ooh. snip, babies. <laughs> opposite snip, snip. <laughs> or tug, tug. <laughs> exactly. Would you? Are you more of a snip, snip or a tug, tug? <laughs> I'm going to name my cats that when I get them snip, snip, and tug, tug. Well, so Saturday morning rolls around and Carrie and Steve have like, nope, Miranda and Steve, (laughs) kill me, (laughs) Miranda and Steve have a cute morning uh, romp in the sheets and then he pulls her back into bed for um, a snuggle session and Miranda's like, how long are we going to be here for? (laughs) And I love that he doesn't freak out in any way. You know, he's just like, are you, are you putting, do you need a time limit on cuddling? (laughs) She's like, listen, I just like to have limits. Miranda, this is like the part of Miranda that people are like, ugh, I'm a Miranda. Right. Because it's like, I can only cuddle for 30, cuddle for 30 minutes and then I have to go to my spin class. Yeah. And it's Saturday. So I like. So she has like dry cleaning and getting her nails done. She gets her nails done every Saturday. And he's like, that doesn't sound like much of a day off. And she's like, do you want to come get my dry cleaning with me? <laughs> so then she gets back in bed with him to snuggle. <laughs> He's so cute. How could you not? I know. Because he's like got a dweeby little face, but he's like got a hot bod and he's strong. I think his face is pretty cute too, honestly. And he's just so into her in the best way, in like the realest way. And they don't do anything. She doesn't leave the bed for 12 hours. I know. And then the women do this thing that I just think is amazing. And they go to a drag bar and play drag bingo. Bingo. And they all look ridiculous. Yeah, really ridiculous. Um. Like, so they're playing bingo. Miranda looks like um, the character from Scooby-Doo. Like a combination, like yeah. all of the characters Velma. of Scooby-Doo oh, no, threw up she on lo- her. Yeah, she yeah, looks like, she looks like both of them. and Fred. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's very funny. <laughs> she looks like Fred. <laughs> yes. Ooh, uh, I want to make sure I get a screenshot of it. So they're all loudly playing bingo and Samantha's like very intense about it. And uh, Miranda's complaining that, you know, she doesn't want to be the one to change her schedule. And Carrie's like, 
you know what? Well, Charlotte does her silly like, women are more adaptable. Men aren't supposed to change. I wrote, ew, Charlotte. She and Samantha are both opposites and both the same in so many ways. Like, they're opposites about, like, sex stuff and the same about, like, old-fashioned weird ideals. Samantha's very old-fashioned in a weird way. But, um... Carrie is like, you know what? Miranda's right. Like, why are women always having to change themselves? And that's when she kind of, you know, of course, does her little rigmarole in her brain to take it back to what does this mean about big? Which in some ways, she clearly does need more out of big because she says a crazy thing, which is that big has never slept a night at her place. Yeah. We, they, we let's, don't know. They, it has to have been at least a year and a half. Since they got back together? No, total. They dated for a year. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it's was been... at least six months, and it's probably been another six months Well, they dated for a year the first time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then they broke up, so not including that time. It's probably been another six months of them being back together. So in a year and a half of real dating, mm-hmm. he never slept at her house? No, it's crazy. And she doesn't have a key to his apartment. And she, Yeah. And then, yeah, it's crazy. And then they all check in about their love lives. And Charlotte is like, they're like, oh, you're still dating Mr. Sharpay? And well, they're like, you broke up with a guy because he didn't get, because he was uncircumcised. And she's like, nee, nee, nee. And then um, a drag queen comes over and is like, Samantha. And it turns out that right after dating Samantha, this like man hockey player dude decided to become a drag queen and identifies himself as Samantha (laughs) which is a funny plot line with unfortunately too poor poorly done (laughs) Samantha freaks out because she's I mean I if if I dated someone and then they started going if their drag queen persona was me what's amazing is that this is a plot line on 30 Rock this is what happens to Jenna Jenna. but Jenna dates him (laughs) no that part of it is weird the imitation part what's it but Samantha's like I'm prettier than him and it's like why would you even like <laughs> yeah no it's not why? cute there's no need to be threatened but it's weird to have someone model the character if someone you. was inside of me and then and <laughs> then put up, me inside like of me. them like as a character <laughs> i think i'd freak out yeah i would too and so big she like waits out in big's lobby here's my question big is a rich man yes 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 big, doorman big has a doorman we saw him walking around don't you think Mr. Big's doorman probably has a spare key that he could have let Carrie up with? Instead, Carrie waits two hours. Sometimes doormen are intense, though. Like, if Big does, isn't like, you can let this woman up. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. There, there, well, there are many things she could do. She could have, Big is right, she could have gone to a coffee shop. But also, Big, but you could have not like, been two and a half fucking hours late. It's, what is it, midnight, 1 a.m.? New York City, you can find somewhere. Well, they start to have a real argument, which you're kind of like... Maybe this is productive, but it would have been productive if you'd told him what you were really upset about. Oh, he just like, he's like, I like my bed. I like my space. I want to be in my space. And then the most ridiculous thing happens. So silly. They're asleep and. I don't know what's sillier, the event or the way she takes it. And the way he takes it. Yeah, both of them. He full like knocks her out of bed. Like fully, fully onto the hardwood ground. And like he body slams her out of bed. And he wakes up. Turns the light on. And and she she punches punches him him in the face. So he freaks out, which is maybe understandable because he doesn't even know what's happened yet. And she apologizes for punching him. But notice how he never apologizes for knocking her out of bed. Because I think I had a moment though where I was watching this and I was like, I've always wanted to punch someone in the face. (laughs) What would that feel like? I know. I have no idea either. Well, 
she's on the floor and she's like, you knocked me out of bed. You don't even know I'm here. And it's like, well, it is ridiculous, but also maybe don't take this as the the moment. (laughs) When I was in high school. Don't read into him being asleep. When I was in high school, my best friend slept over and she slept on my side of the bed and I koala on top of her because <laughs> I wanted to be on my side of the bed. And then on the cruise, Kyle and I were sleeping in his like small bed in his little cabin. Um, and the first night we slept great. And we were like, we're amazing at this. And then the second night we switched sides of the bed and oh, no. neither of us slept well. And we realized that we have compatible sides of the bed, but we both have like specific sides of the bed. Yep. And well, that's... Once you figured it out, though. Well, I sleep in like a full ball. Mm. Like I'm like a or I'm either in like spread eagle star. Yeah. Full star or like little ball. I usually sleep on my side, like curled up a little bit or like a little. I wish you guys could see us right now. (laughs) Yeah, we're being very demonstrative, (laughs) but you cannot see any any of it. Or I sleep like sort of on my uh, arm under. (laughs) It looks like I'm just dabbing. You look like. There you go. Now, you know. Um, like kind of more on my front, but that's how I like to get comfy. And I think I, I think I'm one of those people who always ends up sleeping on my side. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been about how we sleep. She looks so like she's dancing. Big is like beds all yours. I'm sleeping on the couch. And at 4 a.m., Carrie decides that she needs that it's necessary to hold a <laughs> dripping not. bag of ice. <laughs> what a bad way to fix it's like Chinese water he torture. He wakes up with drips on his face. She's <laughs> like, well, it's 4 a.m. And I decided we're going to argue right now. So, which is literally what she thinks in her brain. Um, <laughs> she's like, I'm up. So I decided Big should be up too. And she just holds the ice the whole time. She doesn't give it to him. She doesn't even give it to face. him. I know. It's so stupid. She's like, listen, we have to talk about this because I should I, have told you this. You know, the other night wasn't just about the cigar. And he's like, no shit. It never is. And it's like, okay, well, then you can also have a conversation with her. Like, yeah, she's bad at doing this, but... 1642. Great. We great. love a Carrie. We love a Carrie rant. A monologue. To Biggs, just like confused and sort of over it. But he's at least listening and she, you know, really does say her piece. And you're like, this is, this is good, but it's less good than if you had not Have you just lied. brought it up in the first place? Yeah. Just like... Be honest with your partner. And I know sometimes it takes time or sometimes in the heat of the moment when you're like emotional about something, you don't tell the truth and then it's harder to bring it up. Yeah. But like, damn. It's just like. But she does it. And I think he says at the end of it, he says um, physical violence is never the answer. He never has a serious. But I did say at least Carrie's like self-aware that she was being ridiculous. Like she has an awareness and she is growing a little bit where she knows that she should have brought it up. Yes before so we are we're getting and he hears everything she says he doesn't like deny it no and then she's like look i'm sure there are things where i'm like about me you don't like about me and he was like i'm not falling for that and she's like the good one thing i did love about big he knows when to shut up basically and charlotte's ready to test out her new uncircumcised honey he did it that day so she took him out for drinks and she's like did it hurt and he says on a scale of one to five it was a 72 she's like you poor dear why five I know. I wondered that. And oh, because of it his again whisk later. scale. Oh, oh my God. Yes. I, we already talked about yes, that. I didn't yes, even realize yes. it. Um, so he can't have sex for a week. Oh, because he says when they have, when they are in bed. Oh, after he says that yeah, was yeah, a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but they try to kiss and he's like, ow, my penis is in so much pain. Also, it's so funny. You're like, Charlotte, this guy just did this huge thing and you, he wouldn't 
even consider having sex with him before and now you're like i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> but um and they then, decide obviously he needs to go heal so miranda's like pumping herself up for steve to come home at 2 a.m to like fucking bent night she's had two cups of coffee that's what she says that they haven't had sex at night ever right yeah yeah and he's like look at you you look great he's thrilled she's in like a sexy little thing and he like pushes her up against the door five cups of coffee (laughs) crazy and kisses her and he's so cute and she tells him to meet her in the bedroom which is really only so that this plot point can happen because otherwise they could just make out all the way down the hall and you know what you guys Steve falls asleep. He's a precious little angel. <laughs> but he wakes up right away and he's like, she says, um, I think you should sleep, spend the night at your place tonight, which is a very speedy reaction. But also very valid. Yes. She's like, because I'd really like to catch up on my sleep and I really don't want to worry about having sex with you in the morning and then just lying there and being late. <laughs> and he's like, um, we can have sex. And she's like, honestly, that is about, it's about more than this now. Well, he's like, you don't want to have sex with me? She's like, no. I just don't only want to do it. This is an example of honesty. Yes. And it's like communicative and like maybe, you know, Miranda's a little overreactive. But it's for valid reasons. It comes from valid places and that's why I like root for her. Mm -hmm. And he also reacts in a pretty normal way where he's like, okay, I'll go. But Steve takes a lot of shit. Which is, I think, why he's so With perfect. We I love Steve. <laughs> God, I love him. And so he's His like, you know accent. what? When you calm down and your window of time and your planning. Like- she tells him her window has closed, right? Which I actually kind of get, too. Like, moods are a real thing and time or whatever. Like, And then sometimes you're like, I really am not in the mood for that anymore. Yeah. A week later. A time we have time jumped a week oh, later wow. to okay. Charlotte, yes. who is now about to have sex with. Oh yes, I just wanted to finish because you started to say the Steve quote as he leaves. He says, "When you have a picture window or even a door frame, yes, let me know." And then we cut to yes. a, week a week later, later, where Charlotte is having sex with her Romeo on her circumcised Romeo. He's like. And he rates it a five. He does. He also tells her before, I guess this makes me a virgin. And, and she's, she's like, like, I'll go easy on you. I'll be I'll gentle. Be gentle. And, and of course, and Bridget's least favorite thing about the show, and not <laughs> the interviews with randos, but when the seemingly nice guy becomes a dick yeah. at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, Charlotte's like, happens. what are we going to do Saturday night? And he's like, Ooh. oh, wait, you're trying to make plans. And it's not that, because what he says is like, I'm not ready for some big thing. I have a new dog and I want to take it out on a leash, you know, which like, fair enough. He, If they weren't that serious before and if he's, you know, exploring this new thing. But what is crazy about it is that she's like, want to do something together? And he's like, mm, we can never see each other again. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I think that's also Charlotte. Like Charlotte's yeah. not in it for casual sex. One to ten. She's not a- and to her, he did this for her. Which I think she I don't think he did. No, he no, did it for notice him. How, if you notice, <laughs> if you remember, he was like, well, I've gotten this reaction from women before. And also when it, the scene ends with him like looking under. Just to like check admire his, his circumcised out. dick. Dicks aren't that exciting to look at. No. Although. <laughs> yeah. Big. <laughs> Wait, sorry. I d- no, no, no. You're perfect. Keep going. <laughs> what did you say that I said yeah to without realizing? Although, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carrie's like a week. Yeah, I changed big into a man. Also, what, didn't do call black me. guys last that long? 
So Bake shows Long. up at her apartment with like a bl- black eye. Yeah, it's healing. Okay. Oh, His yeah. face is bruised. He shows up, but she's like, I had to change Big into a man who wouldn't call. And, and he so he shows up and he's like, listen, I don't, gi- I didn't give you a key because I've given five other people keys and never gotten them back. Bad excuse. Um, also he says, maybe you he need gives, like the opposite of a like romantic <laughs> gesture speech, which is like, maybe I hug my bed. It's because I like my bed and I don't like that you eat oranges. And she's like, what? what? And, he's, and like, he's like, in my bed. That makes my sheets sticky. And she's like, well, I don't like your cigars. And it's like, see, the one other thing he says at the very beginning is he's like, maybe you need a key to know that I'm crazy about you. And I was like, whoa can we back this up two seconds you're maybe yeah and maybe if you ever told her you were crazy about her she wouldn't feel so intense about the key (laughs) (laughs) she just has no she's like looks for like toothbrush heads as tokens of love is that a key and she's like we're gonna need to talk about this and he's like a negotiation and it's gonna take a long time i might have to stay here and carrie's like he's so manipulative but then they're in bed and Carrie is and he's smoking a cigar in her bed and she's eating oranges and I'm like this is disgusting and then she says the next morning my sheet salt smelled like cigars and I changed them immediately and then Miranda's like best this made me cry we both cried but like I did not expect to be crying at this show guys just a little oh I know but my cynical self was brought to a screeching halt so it's 2 a.m and miranda just can't sleep the one time she's alone and steve's on a payphone. and they haven't talked since the incident we know it's been a week and he calls her and he says go to your window he's like i don't want to bug you do me a favor go to the window now look up oh my god it's a blue moon it's really rare just wanted you to see it it's and it's like so, a beautiful moon. So sweet. Also, I think it's really funny that she looked out the window and didn't notice the enormous moon first thing. Look at his eyes. His eyes are so blue. So blue. Oh, my God. They have really intimate sex. At night that and looks then in the super morning. Fun. It does. Wait. So they Carrie's both like dumb are happy. end quote is, Miranda was an hour late for work and didn't even notice. So maybe you can't change a man, but once in a blue moon, you can change a woman. Silly button. Button. Um, so that's the episode. So Steve is the best thing that's happened to this show for me. Not just him, but because like the story and the love it brings from Miranda. Um, so where's Samantha? (laughs) Yeah, what? We haven't seen a real storyline out of Samantha yet. Yes, yesterday when she yesterday yesterday last week when she fucked the old guy. But that's what I mean—a real storyline, you know. Oh, I think it takes a little bit. I know, but now I'm craving it because it's so nice when it happens from from the others, and it hasn't for Charlotte either. No, that's true. And they both obviously have multiple ones. Who did you resonate with in this episode? Ooh. Um, very much Miranda. Mm-hmm. Well, it reminds I feel like me. You are very giving with your time and like are quick to like sacrifice your own. You're sort of the yes. opposite of Miranda. Yes. Where you are, you like give. Schedule becomes an issue because I am so accommodating because yes. I want to spend so much time with the person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's hard because the person I'm dating and I, when he's here right now, like we're on very different schedules because he you is work. like visiting home and I'm working. Yeah. So then I just want to like stay up and do things, but then I have to get up every day at the not quite 7am, but basically, you know? And so then after like a week of that, I'm like, Oh, this isn't my schedule for a reason. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. But I also know there's like middle ground. Totally. 
As they realize. Yeah. And it's different to when... I also think it's like really tricky in a new relationship when you want to spend every night with someone because you're so excited about being like around them. And then you have to figure out like boundaries. It's like sometimes you need to sleep in your bed by yourself. Absolutely. That's true. I think even in long-term relationships. I agree. I mean, it's different, of course, if you're at the point of moving in together, but I don't know. I think it's healthy to not. Yeah, I agree. Or just to have your own time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes also sometimes I like to starfish in the bed. (laughs) Dab it out, baby. Dab it out. Who did you resonate with? I think I resonated with um, Miranda also mm-hmm. and Charlotte, but not really. Yeah. Like I didn't resonate with Charlotte. I just You'd experience something. Yeah, with Charlotte. Somewhere. But I, I, for the first time, not the first time, but I don't think I would have responded like Carrie to big. I think I, I, would, I yeah. would speak my mind a little sooner. Well, it's also a little difficult when inherently some of the stuff that Carrie gets so worked up about, you're like but why yeah I get it though people have different things and you know like there are some things I have that are like matter more to me than they would to somebody else you know Mm -hmm. it's just that so many of these for Carrie I'm like what what are you doing honey yeah just what yeah there's like oh I guess Samantha's plot was that she ran into herself as a drag queen that's right that moment I love can we go to drag bingo yeah I hope that's a thing somewhere I bet you it is brunch can we do that I'm I just sure. think the art of drag is so spectacular. It is. We have, well, we know so many people doing, like, amazing drag art in Chicago, but unfortunately that's Chicago, and where we are not. We're in that's New York. All. We are. In case, in case anybody has missed that fact. Just, like, just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember where we are. Um... Do you think, and I think all humans are capable of change, but I do think that, like, this episode could happen in 2017. Yeah, definitely. Most parts of it, I think. Yeah. Actually, I think all parts of it. All parts of it. I think the way that, yeah, no. Literally, we all related to some part of each of them. Yeah. Except Carrie, because she's a little kooky bananas. That's true, but I mean, because of the way she's written almost so broadly and so ridiculously at times, there's like always a nugget of something, you know? Yeah. And, and, I don't inherently, again, it's like some of the individual things she does, like not telling the truth immediately when you're upset about something. Mm-hmm. Although at that point it had been festering forever Yeah. when she said she hated the cigar instead of the women. But I get not wanting to like address hard things yeah. and then getting yourself into deep or that impulse at least, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then when you take it in context of everything she does is like that that's when she's so annoying as we just said yeah i just keep going back to that as you want to call it i think we should call it yeah um are you reading writing watching anything exciting i just started reading uh the inheritance of loss mm. which is supposed to be amazing i'm very swept into it already wait didn't i give you are you not reading a lot i just haven't yet because hannah was like you have to be ready for the mindset if you want it back i'll bring it i plan to read it but you can hold on to it i'm okay. not certainly not gonna read it again yeah i'm very excited a little life but it was it was funny because I was listening to, I had just gotten like 16 pages in on the train and I was listening to um, Dear Sugar, which is Cheryl Strade's. As you listened, you tried to listen no, to No, no, no. So I just had read oh. and then I was listening to it at home and she was talking about, in some of the advice she was giving, she was like, um, there's a book you should read, The Inheritance of Loss. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> it was a good oh, moment. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um Brooke, have you read anything recently? Oh, well, I may have finished War and Peace. As you guys recall, when we started the podcast, I also started War and Peace. Yeah. And I finished it. And you guys, 
I cried. I was so excited. She loved it. I loved it. I also, our dear friend Dylan took me to see the Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, which I had already seen but had not seen since Just reading War and Peace. in time, too. Oh, uh, shh. Too soon. Um, but I was just like, I know what happens. I'm so invested. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha ends up marrying Pierre. Is that crazy? Oh my God, my friend just had a baby. <gasps> oh my God. That's so exciting. Ah, baby O is here. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You guys caught it live. Oh my God. Yay, Bridget. Oh. How can we find you on social media? Find me at Mrs. Burt Macklin on Twitter and at Bridget M37 on Instagram. Brooke. You can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman and on Instagram as Brooke Wiseman. No underscore. Um, Have a beautiful Friday weekend next week. Everything. We love you. Happy weekend. Happy August. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.